With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon, America. This is Billy Jones, author of Everyday Folks Radio, and also author of Everyday Folks Books. It is a great pleasure that I invite you back for another exciting show for BJ Speaks an Interview With. On this show, I'd like to interview extraordinary everyday people who are making things happen in their respective lives, whether it be through their work, their community affiliations, or any other general interests. At any time you'd like to speak to me or any of my guests, you're welcome to call in at 347-539-5372. Again, the call-in number is 347-539-5372. And as well, if you're a little shy and you prefer to send me an email instead, my inbox is open to you. The email address is everydayfolkslisten at gmail.com. Again, that is everydayfolkslisten at gmail.com. There's an S on that, folks, by the way. So just a few things in terms of current events and news that's taking place. This past week, has always, it's, my weeks are always very exciting. And anyone who knows me well will know that no two days are ever alike. And this past couple of weeks, I've had the pleasure of serving as the lead judge for the Miami-Dade County Youth Fair and Exposition for the AgriScience Record Book Competition. And if any of you have not had a chance to come out to the fair, this is the 65th anniversary of the fair here in Miami. And this fair is it's a great place for rides, food, cultural entertainment, and above all scholarship awareness. Students from across the school district are competing in a number of contests. And one of the contests that I had the pleasure of judging were the record books, which are for all those kids who are in the agri-science programs and they're learning about how to take care and raise a steer, a swine, a, a poultry entry, rabbits, calvies, you name it, we've seen it. And for the past 11 years, I've had great pleasure in doing so. Severed, you should never be too tired to do good. It's strictly by volunteer. And, and I wanna thank my former student, student, Kevin Moreno, who was a student of mine back in 2004 at fall of Miami-Dade College, who introduced this to me and since that, season, I've not missed a year because of the great work that it brings and my contribution to our community. So hats off to the folks at the youth fair this year. Hope you can come out. This is the last week of the fair, so you may want to go out this week and take, a, take advantage of it. As well, thank you to Carol Douglas, who is the, the vice president and director of the exhibit, the, the student exhibits. Everything that happens there is under her leadership, and you've been a joy to work with for the past 12 years. So thank you, Carol. This week, I'm on a mission to find my passion. And to find my passion, it requires me to first know who I am. Well, I think I know who that is. But it's always nice to get some checks and to get some, just have some perspective. And it's never be too tired to talk to yourself and listen to yourself. Today's guest is someone who I am so delighted to have here. She's become my kindred sister, our kindred spirit, and she is live here with me today in the studio. So before I have her speak, I want to read a bio about this phenomenal woman. Her name is Anike S. Madison, and here is her bio. Anike S. Madison is a freelance creative writer, blogger, and playwright. She's also an upcoming screenwriter and author. She is a freelance contributor to the Miami-based Gospel Truth magazine, a scriptwriter for the Gilmore Marketing Group, and her blog can be found at anikemadison.com. By the way, if you go to my author page at billypauljones.com and you click the link of who I'm supporting, she's already there. Anike has always been writing and began writing her first book in 2005. 
She has several projects to be released this year and next year, including a book titled A Shattered Chain of Events and a movie entitled Are You Ready? Anike has also written her first stage play called Dream Lessons and is currently writing the screenplay version of the same story. She holds a Bachelor of Arts degree from Clark Atlanta University with a double major in theater arts and speech communications. In 2014, Anike decided to return to her first love of creating writing. And in 2015, Anike began creating her first blog, which had its official launch this year of January 25th. Her goal for this blog is to inspire others as she chronicles her journey to realizing her dreams as an accomplished writer. On her blog, Anike shares parts of short stories that she has written on a weekly basis. And readers, this is not only listeners because you can become her readers. You are encouraged to come back in future weeks to read part two and three. It's an ongoing saga, and it's really neat. I've been following her. She has a love for creating new ideas. In fact, by the end of this year, she plans to introduce a greeting card line. And in 2017, she hopes to launch her first of two inventions. Now, I have to share this. There is so much going on in Anike's world. And to have her with me today, obviously, is a blessing because she brings so much. So, Anike, thank you for being here. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate you having me. <laughs> well, Anike, I see that you're very busy. <laughs> <laughs> you're a very busy woman. And, and, I, and I'm, as I read here, I'm getting all these, uh, I'm getting some thoughts here. And that is, you know what your passion is. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to start with a question that I know you ask so many people around America. What's your passion, Anike? Thank you for asking that. My passion is creativity. I have been creating ever since I had the ability to think. Mm. I remember when I was a little kid and I had this um, sheet with all these kind of animals on it. Mm-hmm. I used to create stories on the sheet. I, used to, I, used to day, I was a daydreamer, but I was not the typical daydreamer. I was the creative daydreamer. I created stories. I, I can't even tell you. I, I wish I had written them down. I had stories. <laughs> I have stories that date back a long way. And I used to create music videos. I, I just knew that I was a creative person. And then as an adult, I realized, you know what? I'm actually a creative writer. Mm-hmm. And then that's when I started writing. And that's when I started writing the book in 2005. And, I, and, I, and I'll share this as well. With, even with my own writing, I'm still working. I'm a work in progress. So there's some, a lot of things are never getting done, but you're always getting them done in their own time. Absolutely. So how do you manage your time with all these projects? You have a lot going on. <laughs> Listen. I live by list. I have one massive list that lists everything I want to do. And then I, I have smaller lists that kind of detail what I want to do. And then I even have smaller lists than that that are daily, daily tasks. That's amazing. And, and I, I recently, <clears throat> excuse me, what I decided to do was, I said, you know what? This is a lot. So I created a spreadsheet. And I said, each time I said, two hours of this, three hours of that five hours of writing and I cannot go over those times because Mm. and every every business hour of the day is is accounted for is accounted for everything and that's the only way I get through my day because if not it would be chaos so and then another thing is I right now I'm concentrating on the books got it I have I have my other projects but I have to push them back and dedicate myself because I have to make sure that the, the launch date that I have in mind is met. Absolutely. And there's, there's a lot of behind the scenes work and a lot of the work that we do as artists, we have many tools at our, in our, at our disposal today. Absolutely. And so one of the tools that I know you use very well is the computer Absolutely. and your blog, Anike Madison, A-N-I-K-A Madison, M-A-D-I-S-O-N.com is plug there, of course, Thank you. <laughs> is a, a great place to start. Because you inspire others to find their passion. Absolutely. Two years ago, you were in a different industry. You yeah. were working and doing other things. I was. What, why the transition? Well, honestly, I really got very ill. And it actually ended up being a blessing in disguise. Hmm. Because when I ended up losing my job, I had to make some decisions. Understood. And, and so then I started thinking, you know what? Life is short. Yes. I've got to go back to the passion. And, and once, once you know what your passion is and who you really are, it never leaves you. It doesn't matter how many years go by. It doesn't matter what else you do. It always stays with you because that is who you are. Right. 
And so I went back to it and that's, and what I did was I started with the book in, in 2005 and um, I wrote down my hurt of what it was going on in my life at that time. Mm-hmm. And I just let it all out on the pages. And from there, I said, I started getting juices flowing again. And I said, okay, I'm going back to this. And then I went off of it again. And then in 2014, I came right back because that's how it works. Once it's in you, you come right back. Mm. And in 2014, I had another life um, situation. I said, okay, that's it. I'm done. Got it. And I've been writing ever since. And, and things have just slowly, slowly taken off. And I've mm-hmm. been meeting people like yourself and opportunities mm-hmm. have been opening up. And I'm, I'm just enjoying the process. Oh, that is so awesome. And, I, and it takes a lot. Let me also say thank you, because it takes a lot to surrender that and to offer that information, which indicates to me that you're in a new station of your life, of your womanhood, and what you want in and out of life. I always say at this stage, I know today than I did 10 years ago, what I want today. And that list of non-negotiators is really non-negotiable. And I think part of that is in, in standing your truth and finding your passion is doing that. So let's talk about some of those steps to finding your passion. What would you say? You meet someone, and I know you meet all kinds of people. Absolutely. And some folks know where they're going and others are looking for guidance or direction. Yeah. What is the first step you think for the person who is clueless? Yeah. Really trying to find their way throughout through the wilderness. What is the first step or some of the recommendation pieces of advice you offer? I think the very first thing is what is that thing that you can't get away from? What is that mm. thing that you know ever since you were young or even recently that you say, you know, I just can't stop doing this one thing? Mm-hmm. And what's the thing that makes you leap out of bed in the morning and say, I gotta get this done? And that you would do for absolutely free. If, you, if that's that's something that that that's really your passion. That is the passion. Because mm. you, you 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 it's like you have the, I can't help it. Right. And I and I like myself, I know that at three o'clock in the morning, if I get an idea, I'm up writing it. And it doesn't matter that I'm not getting sleep. I've done things for free. It didn't matter to me because I just love it. Mm. And so I think that when you start to, to find out what that one thing is that won't go away and you just love it so much, you found it. Mm. And I think so. And, and a lot of times people are on the quest to find that thing. People sometimes get they're, they're disillusioned, I feel, oh, yeah. because of the things that may feel, make them feel good at the time, yeah. which to me are very there are numbers, they're temporary factors. When in truth, your passion has to be able to live in the good and the bad seasons of your life, would Absolutely. you say? Absolutely. I mean, because the thing, especially with writers, um, you have to find an audience. Yes. And then you have to find opportunities. And they're not always there. And rejection is a part of the process. Critiques are a part of the process. Mm. Somebody might just absolutely hate what you're doing. Some might absolutely love what you're doing. And you just hope that the people that love what you're doing have a little money <laughs> behind the love. <laughs> well, I always say, I have, to, I have to concur, my friend. We stand on the shoulders of others in order to succeed. Absolutely. And I always say, and, and a lot of, some of my family and friends, you know, most, I support all the things. I try to support as much as I can. Yeah. And I always say, if I'm buying a book, even though, yes, friends always want to gift me something, but no, how do you get to the top if I'm not buying your book? Right. How do you get to the top if I'm not tuning into what you're doing right. or even sending and retweeting or reposting something that you're, that something's going on in that person's life? Absolutely. It's important to be part of that process because Absolutely. people need people in yeah. order to succeed. And to piggyback off of that, I, one thing I want to say is, and if any, any of you are listening, my supporters, I cannot even tell you how grateful I am oh. to each and every person that's ever supported anything I've ever done. And then, I mean, I have a, a great friend, Charlene, um, who she doesn't even, she's not even into the arts. She supports me because I'm her friend. Right. And that means, that means a lot. It means a lot. You know, my parents support, I, I mean, I don't know where I would be without, mm. without what they, they've done for me. I mean, I really don't. And, you know, you, you, you can't, you, there's, there's no price tag on that. Absolutely. You know, it's just, it means the world. And I will I will always be grateful. Oh, that is so awesome. And I do hope that your family is listening. And if any of them are listening or dear friends, <laughs> you can call in at 347-539-5372. 
Our call in is 347-539-5372. And you may send in your email note questions to us too. And that can be those can be sent at everydayfolkslisten at gmail.com. Everydayfolkslisten at gmail.com. So we're taking the questions, and, and Anika, I have a couple of questions that are coming in for you here. And actually, Mark from Richmond, Virginia, asked this question. He says, what is your passion? You kind of already answered that, but perhaps he may have missed it. You want to reiterate it for him? Yeah, my passion is creating. I love, I love everything about creating. And mm-hmm. I've noticed one of the things that I love to write, mostly. But I noticed that my, the, the creative ideas have extended beyond writing. Mm my the the um the two different um inventions that i have coming up the greeting card line um i've created music videos i've created um advertising advertising um spots and that's um with the gilmore group and i've written articles for the the gospel truth magazine so it's it's extended way beyond what i even thought because what i originally thought was i had this little box of me being sitting down writing my book me sitting down writing my play or writing my script, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I never, and it's just opened up. And now I feel like I can create, I can take my creative spirit anywhere and do anything. Would you say, even though we each, each of us artists, we have one industry that we feel that we have a, a, a connection, an expertise, whatever you, one wants to call it. But would you say that usually though, we also have another artistic connection to another side? Oh, yeah. And so you're mentioning things here. You're a writer and and an amazing writer because I read your works. But you also have this artistic side. Mm -hmm. And yes, I may not be able to illustrate either. I can't draw, but yet I have this spatial command of art when it comes to designing graphically on a computer. I enjoy doing it Mm -hmm. for a hobby and it lends itself to my practice, to my work. Would you say you find yourself in that situation? Yeah, because I had no idea. Um, My mother suggested that I contact um, Sheila, who is um, the president and CEO of the Gilmore Group, and she said, you know, why don't you just take that creative idea and see if you can do it in advertising? And I had no idea what I was doing, and but she gave me the opportunity, and the next thing you know, we were creating ads. And I loved it because I just love the idea of creating. And part of, part of the process of being a creator is convincing people to buy your work. Mm-hmm. So I just used that to convince Feel. people to buy other people's work. Absolutely. And it worked it worked well. Mm. And now I just I I don't have any limits anymore. I I I'm out of that box now. And so anybody who says, you know what, create this idea and it, like maybe it's um dealing with graphics or something mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. I don't draw. But if you ask me, you know what, I need this idea, what do you think I can work with you? Mm. I, I can work across the board. You know, where you're 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 stating what finally some colleges in America are finally getting the, the gist of. And that is we need to start creating more hybrid degrees. Absolutely. So for instance, I was an English major and I minored in journalism, broadcast journalism. But it would have, it would have been nice if I had a, a bachelor's degree that had a hybrid of those two worlds. Absolutely. Because a minor, you know, it's very limited. Right. And so unless you have enough window in your elective track to take more courses, you can only do so much at right. the cost of your pocket. Right. And <laughs> so I feel that more programs need to do that. Here's an example. FIU, and this is no plug. I mean, it is a plug for my alma mater, but because <laughs> I'm very proud of what they've done with me. <laughs> but, I, but I share this honestly. They have a new program in journalism called Digital Media. And so you can get a bachelor's degree in digital media. So to, for instance, run the content of a blog or a website oh, for a company. Awesome. You're, so they have the program itself has the gatekeeper courses that all the journalism tracks take the courses together. But at some point they go on different paths. Mm. And I was looking online at their track to the point that even I, at where I'm at, I have to take a couple of courses in that Absolutely. just because I think it'll help inform me yeah. where I can move my craft in the 21st century. Absolutely. So would you say, and here's the big question. Do you think writers have a better chance and advantage today than they did a decade ago when it comes to technology? When it comes to technology, it's, well, it's 50-50, I think. Mm-hmm. I think it's, it's better because you can get your work out there. You can put it on your blog. You can put it on your website. You can get it out there. Mm-hmm. And that part is great. But at the same time, it can be... It can be limiting because you don't know 
who's who's actually looking at your work and, right. and you don't and there's certain there's certain right. social media aspects that it just doesn't work for all all um writers so it's it kind of works both ways i think i i, I say maybe 60 40 leading towards the positive mm-hmm. because you can't get your work out there but at the same time um it's you have to be careful because, like myself, I'm putting my work on my my website. Absolutely. But at the same time, I'm putting it out there for free. Right. <laughs> and right. So you you kind of have to watch yourself. Yes. Because this is a business, <laughs> and eventually you do want to get paid for it. Mm-hmm. I love sharing my work, but I I am cautious. And I, and I think you just you just hit a very good point, which is our intellectual property is what we do. Absolutely. And a lot of folks sometimes don't realize how yes, can you write this letter for me or write or, or proofread this this process? It's our intellectual property. You don't we don't mind helping people. Absolutely. But at the end of the day, it is your bread and butter, how right. you live and how you eat. And exactly. It's sometimes it's hard. Although you're right, technology sometimes it it cuts out the middleman. Yes. I think direct access to the public is more than ever. Yes. But the other thing too that comes with it, which you hit so beautifully, is the fact that just because it's out there, so what? Someone else is doing it too. So how do you stand up beyond that? Exactly. So then that's when you come back into the advertisement, yes. all the other branding, and yes. knowing your passion. Yes, and getting your audience. You yes. Have to get, that's what I've been, you know, you have to do your email blasts. You have to do your Twitter. You have to do, you have to make sure that you get an audience. And that's not easy. Mm-hmm. Um, the first audience could be your family and your friends, which you're so grateful for. Mm-hmm. Thank God for them. And, um, but, you, you know, you, you have to work. It's constant. It's constant. And then you have to work to get them back. Yes. And back and back. And then once you have that core audience, how do I grow it? Yeah. Like what's the name? You're always forward thinking. Right. And and I'm researching that. I'm doing free. I'm, I'm actually going through webinars on that <laughs> because you, you can never stop learning. You, you can't. And it's, so it's I, I always, I have, as a matter of fact, I have a couple of webinars this week that I'm going to be listening to. And I'm and um, I'm just I'm learning from the people that are I learn from the masters. I like to learn from the people that are at the top of the game. Absolutely, good great learners. Being a life learner, writers are life learners. Absolutely, we are so involved and engaged in other people's realities, yes. even our own. Yes. <laughs> but before we can convey it, and literally, we need to do our homework. Yes. For instance, I write and I could, I write in everyday folks on from all different points of view, women, children, babies, mm-hmm. different cultures. Mm-hmm. I'm a man. I will never know what it's like to be a woman fully. Right. So, but yet, in order to do so, I need to engage and do my homework on one. So, if I'm talking about a woman who is a single mom working um, two and three jobs in order to make things ends meet, I need to go find her and do my homework on her to do her justice yes. Yes. in terms of her role and captivating who she is, Absolutely. literally. Yes. So, it is a process. It is. You know, Rolando from Miami, Florida asked this question of you, Anike. So, you, you mentioned your book. And the title of your next book is titled A Shattered Chain of Events, which is the, the work you're working on. What is this new book about? What's the purpose of it? Um, it presents a series of life changes that would normally destroy those in, enduring the event's effects. Mm-hmm. However, things change once the events become, inter, event become inter, interconnected and leads to one major occurrence. Now, I'll tell you just a little history. Okay. Um, this is a book that started in 2005. And um, I started the book when I actually heard, I just, I had a conversation with God and I said, you know what, what is happening? (laughs) You know, I keep coming back to the same awful place. Mm -hmm. And I heard distinctly the word shattered. Mm. And that, that one word came up, produced the whole book. And that's strong symbolism. Because whenever something is shattered, it has a negative connotation, would you say? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. But they, but yet, your work is all about healing the whole person. Yes. And so I'm sure there are going to be those incredible journeys, the oh, ebbs yes. and flows of your writing oh, yeah. in life. Is this a memoir? You know, it's funny because I thought it was going to be, but then other characters started to come. It, you know, the, the process of writing is interesting because all of a sudden, it, it sounds crazy. The writers will know what I'm talking about. Characters start introducing themselves. They do. And next they thing do. you know, I started to, to go off in these other characters' worlds. But I'm in all but one character. And people who know me will find that. Mm. When you read the book, 
you will know. Okay, you'll find me all in all but one character. And sometimes I've seen writers, even for myself, in, in, in Everyday Folks Volume Two coming out. I never wrote about any of me in the first book, but in this next one, I I've um, dispersed elements of me in some characters. So and and, and it's fun because in a way it allows us to be someone we're not. No, we're not psychotic folks. No, 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 no. <laughs> but it's just our artistic, creative means of just being and existing. And I think in that, we are so fascinated with the human experience Oh yes. that that draws us to those things that people will not readily recognize yes. or acknowledge on a daily or surface basis, yes. would you say? Absolutely, absolutely. So we have another question coming in. So the questions are piling in, folks, and we'd like to thank you for the question. Thank you. We will thank you for the calls, too. If at any time, <laughs> at any time you'd like to call in, you're welcome to do so. Our call in line is 347-539-5372. The call in number is 347-539-5372. And if you'd like to email in, I appreciate your emails. They're coming in beautifully. I'll try to get you in for the, in the next half hour. Our email inbox is everydayfolkslisten at gmail.com. Again, that is everydayfolkslisten at gmail.com. So we actually have a caller in the air, Nikkei. We have a caller. Caller, who are we speaking with? Hello. Hello. How are you today? I'm fine. How are you? We are well, and you are live on air with BJ Speaks, an interview with Anike Madison. you have a question or a comment? I do have a question for my good friend, Anike. This is Dr. Cindy Milligan calling. Oh, hello. How are you? <laughs> hello, I, know, I thought of them. I didn't want to give it away. I didn't even ask for your name. <laughs> Doc, it is a pleasure to have you on Well, I, we? I have been looking forward to this uh, uh, show all week. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. What question or comment yes. would you like to provide? Well, I want to, you guys have been talking about a lot of interesting things. You know, you were talking about non-negotiables and hybrid degrees and lifelong learning and opportunities and all that kind of stuff. And I agree. <laughs> especially <laughs> about, especially about, you know, I've known Anike for a while and um, we've done a lot of crazy things together and we both like to create, right? And so, I kind of took that application in my life because I recently finished a PhD and I combined all the things that I love and I created my own degree. Mm, that's right. I have a love of communication, I have a love of voice, and I have a love of film. So I created, it's really a communication degree, but I study a lot of different things in my communication degree. Hmm. So, so it's, very, it's very specific, but it was different. Yes, and you, you're hitting what, you know, Anika and I were just discussing. I think institutions today need to be more considered of hybrid options because yes. so many fields now are so interdisciplinary. And I feel right. that to prepare uh, students, anyone, for the 21st century workforce, we, we have to be forward-thinking in that regard. Well, you so, know what it is? We are very different people. You know, we are multifaceted. You know, Anike can do a lot of things really well. But I like what she said about, you know, the stuff that she just could not let go. And I've, as long as I've known her, she's always talked about that. Mm. And That's so amazing. you can't just focus on one thing because we're, we're multifaceted people. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I feel we have so many talents. Oh, yeah. If you have so many talents, when you know your passion in life and whatever it is that you want to do, other things about you begin to unfold yes. and surface. Do you, yes. you find that happening to you, Doc, in terms of your life? Yes. Yes, yes. And it was, you know, I was, I was laughing about Anike's, uh, the, the book that she's talking about. You know, she said she started one direction and it went several different directions. And that's what I have an issue with. With my own self. I mean, the ideas never stop coming. And I know, Anika, you and I have talked about that. Have you been oh, yeah. able to harness your ideas in any way? Oh, yeah, finally. <laughs> it's taken a while, but I finally <laughs> have. I just kind of I, I have to, sometimes when I'm writing something, I'll have a notebook on the side, and when something comes up, I just jot it down. But then I go right back to it 
And that's, that's been helpful because once I start going into a different direction, I have to, okay, I have that idea. I'll put it aside, but I have to get right back into what right. I'm writing right now. That's important. Right. Yeah, that's very and, and, Doc, since we have you here as well, I'd like to ask you one more question, actually, because yeah. you're doing some amazing work. You and I have had a conversation. You know, are you at a right. point where you're ready to share what that is? Because I feel this is a great chance to plug that as well, because yeah. we love what you're about, too. Plug it, plug yes, it. Yes, I'll be happy to share what it is. I'm still, like, like everything else, everything's a work in progress. But, yes, mm-hmm. I'm really starting to make some moves. And I am going to be opening a vocal arts institute. I'm based in Atlanta. And this is uh, it's going to be a comprehensive resource center for people who use their voices creatively and professionally. Mm-hmm. So I've identified right now about 30 different vocal genres. And some of them are creative and some of them are focused more on the business, corporate side. So mm-hmm. on the creative side, I'll work with actors, singers, comedians, storytellers, puppeteers, ventriloquists. DJs, rappers, and then on the business side, I'll work with attorneys, broadcasters, auctioneers, motivational speakers, um, anybody who uses their voice in that type of arena. But what I'm really wanting to do is, is create a place where people can collaborate and learn from each other. My real passion is the spoken human voice. And mm. I've used it in a lot of different ways from, you know, on-air work with uh, as a reporter and an anchor, had a talk show for a while. I teach. I've done motivational speaking. So I've done a lot of different things and using my voice in different ways and studied it along the way. But what I found was people are kind of fragmented in their mm-hmm. study of voice. You know, you've got singers in one area, and they only study with singers. Mm-hmm. You know, people sure. who are comedians, they only study with comedians, and actors study with other actors. But I think we can learn something from each other. And so I want to create this collaborative environment where you might run into a rapper doing something with a classically trained singer or a storyteller, an auctioneer, and a comedian doing something. And we're just all learning from each other and creating new vocal art. Mm. That mm. is awesome. So that that's, is that's awesome. The, I'm that's speechless. the basic plan. That's amazing. And that's the amazing. Of it is, I'm sorry. We're, we're all going to be collaborating on this. <laughs> yes. You know, the whole, um, you know, and we'll also have a writer's lab. So Anike is going to be part of that. But the writer's lab will have writers who like to write for all of these different genres, creating mm-hmm. work for the vocal artists to perform. And so we'll have the basis of it is education, but we'll also have recording studios and performance, a performance space. And then I eventually want to add a clinical speech lab for people who have physical challenges with their voice. Well, I, it's a big I want to see, you know, I, I just have to share with you folks who you're listening now, if you're tuning in now, we started with our conversation with the amazing, amazing Anike Madison, blogger, writer extraordinaire, and her dear colleague and friend, our friend, Dr. Cindy Milligan calls in today, and and what a great connection, because you both indicate something that is so significant, finding your passion, knowing what it is you want in life, and not being afraid to take the risks in order to pursue it, and also learn to explore yourself in the process. That's special. That's very special. It takes conviction. It takes lots of grit and trust. Trust in yes. yourself and faith in the process, yes. whatever it is that one believes in his or her belief system, yes. in order to see it through. Yes. And even Absolutely. just hearing you speak, Cindy, it's very contagious for us. Yes. You know, it's very motivating for us to have you in our lives and also in this conversation to make us really reflect where we're going and what we're about to. So we really appreciate that from you. Any yes. final words? Well, thank you. Yes, I just want to say kudos to Anike because from the mo- moment we met, we were just like each, each other's greatest cheerleader. And I'm yeah. so glad that she's got her blog up and she's got some books in the works and all of the plans and goals that she has. So uh, yay for you, Anike. Yay. Thank you so much. <laughs> That's awesome. and, you, and you know, dear Dr. Milligan, do know that you're not going to escape me. You will probably be back on the air for your own show. Yes, she will. <laughs> I'd well, love to have a conversation I'll, I'll, I'll with you. You know, 
Yes, Go ahead. I'll be happy to. But I just wanted to call in and say hey to Anike and, and you know, cheer on a little bit further. Keep on going. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. You have a great day, okay? You too. I have to say that was a lot of fun. Look at that. What a surprise. How motivating is that for you? Awesome. I mean, it's she, very she's motivating. One of my favorite people. She's an amazing person. And like I said, we, we clicked from the moment we met. And she she's just one of those phenomenal people that you want to know. Really is. I have to share this. Folks, You what you don't know is that back in March 2nd at Broward College, I had the pleasure of having Anike Madison hosting her at the college. And she hosted an amazing event title, lecture title, Find Your Passion. So, Anike, I actually have some, some things I want to read today Uh-oh. that actually came <laughs> from some of the students, who had, my students who attended the lecture. So there were like two or three classes that were there. You talk about about 100 people were in, in the presentation. So, yes, I am actually going through those things online in my package because I just thought of this right now, oh and I thought goodness. it would make for such a dynamic conversation. So here is some of the things that some people have said. So, Anika, as I pull out this sheet of information, mm-hmm. I want you to comment on the next question, actually. Mm-hmm. Here's a question coming in from Maria here from Miami, here in Miami. Um, why do you, what do you gain from the passion stories of others? Oh, wow. That's a great question. Hi, Maria. Thank you so much. Um, the, I tell you that the, what I gain is material. <laughs> I'm going to be very honest. I gain material. I love to hear people's stories, and it it, um, it ends up coming out in some of my work. Mm-hmm. That's, that's one of the things. And just, I love, I, I'm inspired by others. Mm-hmm. I love to be inspired. I love to be encouraged. Sometimes I'm encouraged because mm-hmm. um, there might, might be times where I might have writer's block or I might be, you know, just dealing with something and some something somebody else will do, something they'll say and they'll other talk about what they're doing and how they've grown and how they've been encouraged, it actually ends up inspiring and encouraging me. And the next thing you know, I'm going another level in my own growth and in my own work. And so I, I, I love being inspired by others. As a matter of fact, that's one of the reasons why I have um, um, your, your progress, um, your progression. I have that on my on my blog to find that because um, what I want to do is I want to hear from my my the people that follow me on my blog, mm-hmm. the people that subscribe. I want to hear about your journey. I want to hear about the ups and downs. I'm not I'm not asking about anybody to be you know very specific and I'm I'm not trying to get way into your business. Mm-hmm. But I just I would love to hear like. Maybe you want to be a baker. What is, what is the what is the progress that you're that you're making? What is, what's the process that you're going to? Um, do you want to own a restaurant? Do you want to own a bakery? What are you doing? What what's happened? What have you learned? What 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 kind of setbacks have you experienced? And I'm thinking that because the idea is to be inspired myself mm-hmm. and for others to be inspired by what you write. And then I also put my own progression on there. Like, like I have this, this um, radio show on there as well, and I have the speaking engagement, and I just talk about my own journey that I'm, I'm making towards my own goals and, and realizing my own dreams. Well, I was, as she was beautifully speaking, I was looking for this class set of responses. My students know this very well, and believe it or not, there's a question coming in, Anika, that actually helps me in this moment. Um, <laughs> There was a there was a takeaway. Students were expected to take some questions, and they were also expected to do a follow a reflection paper that reflected on the, on the thoughts and ideas. Your incredible journey. And so I have a question here actually that came that comes in from Michelle from Fort Lauderdale. So listen carefully, Anike. She says, Anike, I attended your lecture with Dr. Jones's class on March second. You mentioned you have support from your family in your decisions. I don't, unfortunately. And I want to pursue my dream of being an artist versus a doctor like my parents want. Mm. What should I do? Any advice? Oh, hi, Michelle. And um, thank you so much. And I'm, I, I really enjoyed speaking with you all. And I, I really appreciate your time. Um, that's a very good question because I know a lot of people deal with that. The thing is, is that if you walk away from your true passion, you're not going to be living your best life. You're going mm. to be living somebody else's life. And eventually, you're going to burn out, mm-hmm. 
and you're probably not going to do well. I really think the only place that you're going to do absolutely wonderfully well is within your passion. Now, it's difficult because you might be in a situation where your family might be financially supporting you, Mm -hmm. and they're thinking, well, you know what? You need to be a doctor. And that's a difficult place to be in. Right. What I would suggest is if there is sort of a no-option zone (laughs) that you're in, electives are wonderful. But make sure those electives are concentrated into what you want. If you want to be, I'll just put it out there as a writer. If you want to be a writer, your electives need to be geared around writing. Right. There should be geared around nothing else. Right. Don't take basket weaving or anything like that. No, good point. Take writing courses. And also talk to other people that are doing what you want. See if you can shadow these people. Have conversation. Be inspired by what you, you know. Go talk to your career counselor as well, because sometimes just because okay, you say you want to be a doctor, but you're really not going to be able to go through the go through the distance. And being a doctor, you have to go through not only four years, then you got to go to medical school. You're gonna have to have a conversation with your parents at some point. Mm-hmm. You just you cannot go through that journey. It's not your journey. Your journey is whatever your passion is. Mm. And you can't, that's a waste of time. That's a waste of, we let them know also, because that might trigger something, the waste of resources. Maybe they don't have that kind of resources. This is to be putting out there for something that you're not going to do. So you need to have that conversation. It's going to be a tough one. You might want to practice. You might want to sit back and talk to yourself right. in the mirror as, with, right. as if your parents are sitting there. Mm-hmm. But you Eventually, you're going to have to have that conversation and let them know. Don't, don't just sit there and say, well, I want to, you know, I really want to be a writer. Really, no. Have a plan. Yeah. Okay. I want to be a writer. I, this is, I've actually researched what I want to do. And specifically, I want to be a thriller writer. And this is what they do. And I'm fascinated by this. Let them see the light in your eyes. Parents want the best for you. Your family wants the best for you. And if they see that this is really something that you love, you're passionate about it, and you're serious Mm -hmm. about it, and you've done the homework, and you've done the research, you've taken the courses, that can help turn the corner. All of a sudden, they start to say, you know what? And and also show them that there's a future in it. Mm -hmm. Because that's another thing. Uh, Parents might say, what's the future in this? If you kind of show them in your research you found out, this is what I can do with this, that can change their mind. Mm, that was excellent advice. I, I think sometimes, it, you, you made me think. I remember, my, I've fought, we both were fortunate to have parents who supported whatever we wanted Absolutely. to do. But I know there were, there, were co- there were a couple moments when I made a career choice, and not for my parents, but from, uh, you know, for co- select family members. They always said I was the bright, very intelligent kid mm-hmm. who could do many things. Right. And so every family, there are certain careers that every family wants in their home. Absolutely. Every, every family wants a doctor. Yes. They want a lawyer, right. a cop, right. a teacher, yes. a nurse. Yes. See, all the, all the things that are the essential. Yes. But at the end of the day, if I'm not operating with my, my, operating and connecting with my talents, I'm not in the right place. No. And what you just said is very true. Sometimes you need to take a good look at yourself in that mirror and say, self, this is what I need to do. Yeah. You gotta have that conversation early because yes. at some point it's gonna creep ugly head up later in life. Yes. And then when you're trying to make things happen, now yes. you're trying to battle and juggle all these things yes. and that. Yes. Because I tell you, just to, just to mention that. Go for it. Because that's actually what happened to me. Because when I was in college, I was a theater major with this, uh, also speech, and I was offered opportunities, but I looked around me and I said, all these people are so good. I am not even a quarter of the talent mm-hmm. of, of these people. I just, I don't have it. And I just, I said, okay. I pulled myself out and I went into corporate America. I didn't belong there, but I was looking at paycheck. Got it. And like, it doesn't matter how many years go by. I didn't belong there. Mm. You cannot do what you, you're not, you're not meant to do. It's not, if it's not in you, you're not going to succeed. Right. You're not going to do well. Right. Right. And it's as simple as that. There's no gray, right? No, there's no gray. There's no gray at all. And there's another question coming in from Myron from ATL. 
Myron, thank you for your question. It, it, it is, when did you realize you were unhappy? At what stage exactly were you unhappy in your career? I think when, <laughs> and this is kind of funny, but I was, um, I was mostly in customer service. I was in human resources slash customer service. And I think when I was sitting there and the customer was yelling at me about something that I, I could not make this person happy. There was nothing I could do mm. to make this person happy. And I just realized that this is not where I'm supposed to be. Mm. Not what you signed this up for. This is not huh? what I signed up for. And I'm a person that I want to help people. And I'm, I'm driven to help people. So when I was a customer service person, I was that person that went above and beyond. I wanted to help that person. Right. But when I realized that there's nothing I can do here, and then, that, and then that translated into there's nothing I can do here, period. Mm, wow. Because I'm not supposed to be here anyway. And then I started, and then as I go along, and I, I was the person that um, uh, was uh, created the ideas for the, the birthday parties and the Christmas parties, and, and my whole face changed. My whole world changed because I was in creative mode creative mode and so I said this is what I'm supposed to be creating you know and so yeah I, I just realized mm, this is not right mm, and it's funny you say that because <laughs> I think that's a good thing because when you start realizing you start surveying the landscape you start looking left and looking right and you start realizing hold up this isn't what I signed up for especially because of the fact that it somehow conflicts with your list of non-negotiators yes would you say that? Is, oh, and absolutely. that list, in that list, as we age, the list evolves. And, and some things escape and some things return. Yes. But the list isn't really that long. Yes. And, you know, going back, now that I think about it, when he said the very first, the very, very first time I was working in a movie theater, and one of the managers, there was a, the popper behind me, um, Sparks. And if anybody worked in the concession stand, mm-hmm. the order comes up to your ankles. He asked me to turn it on. I thought he had lost his mind. I kept working because I, I was in the center and the, the popper was right behind me. And at that point, I, I realized I said, this person is taking this product in this situation over my very life. Right. And at, at that point, something really snapped. And, and I was a teenager at the mm-hmm. time. And I thought, I don't want to be in any situation where my life is not valued. Yes. And that's the, and that has not changed. You have not yeah. faltered from no, that. No, and that has not changed. Mm. And so I and that that just carried over. And I've had situations where I've had talked to me certain ways. I said, I'm not valued. I'm not valued. And I and I and I said, you know, I have to get in a situation where I am valued, and I am in a position where I can value others. Mm. If I can't do that, I shouldn't be doing it. That's a very good point. And. As we're coming down to the last 13 minutes, believe it or not, the show is flying. I had to tell you, the time flies. I told you it would, Nikkei. I told you it would. And if any of you still would like to call in at any time, our our call-in line is 347-539-5372. Again, that's 347-539-5372. And if you'd like to send in the last email comment or question, you're welcome to do so at everydayfolkslisten at gmail.com. That is everydayfolkslisten at gmail.com. And Anike, I have to share. I want to say a shout out to your lovely mother. Um, at Omar second, I got a chance to really, t- we, we chatted. Yes. And she's just a phenomenal woman. She is, she is brilliant. She and is. Even when we chat, I see so much of you in her. <laughs> and do you see that as you, as you, as, um, as, you older, as you age and, yes. and mature, oh, we call it mature, like yes. a fine wine. <laughs> as I get older, I do. And I think it's a positive thing because she's, she was the first person I was ever impressed with. And her life, it, the, the, the things that she has done is really impressive. And she's just an impressive person like that. And so to have anybody say that I'm, they, they can see me, her, mm-hmm. me and her, 
I take that as a huge compliment. Oh, that is so lovely. And I'd want to say to her, she is beautiful. Yes. She's sharp. Yes, she is. And she's sophisticated. Yes, and I'm just is. so, I'm, you know, I had to say, Mama Anike, this is for you, my friend. You are truly a, a beauty. And so I look forward to having more conversations with you. But she has an incredible story as well. She does. She has an incredible. She really does. does she allow you to pick her I, brain? Yes, she does. <laughs> I know there's certain things that she may not want me to, so I'm of not course. going to. Understood. If, if she ever did, you would be impressed. Oh, that is awesome. We have a. Oh, actually, you know, I do want to ask because I know that we're, here's the, the I always ask this question to guests like where next. And so I, I actually want to talk about that. And you have a question one. Let's get the oh, last excellent. one that is coming in. Excellent. There's one more here. And I think you kind of answered it. But I want to give you the chance. To, it's from Robert from Miami. It Hi, says, Robert. I'm thinking of writing a play. Hmm. And it actually goes well with this question, actually, because I know that you're working on something. So we can take it as a two part. So thank you, Robert, for your email. Awesome. The question is, I'm thinking of writing a play. Awesome. Where do I start? Any tips? Oh, this awesome. actually goes well with what you're doing because yes. the next question I'm going to ask is where are you going? Yes. What's next on the Anike Madison yes. agenda? So, well, I tell you, the stage play that I wrote, um, it came out of an idea. I just just sitting down, looking at the news, getting angry and angrier what's going on with our young black men, and a whole play came out of it. Wow. And um, more on that later. <laughs> I'll just say that, but um, I think it just comes with something that in you. If you look at something, and it could be anything, it could be a conversation, it could be, uh, you can go down to the beach, watch the, la- the waves crash on the, on the sands, um, you can go see a, a, a beautiful movie, you can, anything, anything can inspire you. I actually wrote something based on a conversation. So I think it all, it all, it all starts with something that inspires you and something, and, and just all of a sudden, ideas. And don't worry about grammar. Don't worry about trying to sentence structure. Just write. Mm. Write the idea. Write, write, write when it comes. And you have ideas. Because if, if you're a writer, you have ideas. Yeah. Don't ever think that you don't have ideas. Just write them down. And the next thing you know, stories will start to form. And then you might end up having two or three stories it was in that one idea. And that's okay, too. Just chop them up and then start to see, start to see okay, who, who's telling the story? Mm. Who, what are the characters? Where, 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 where is, um, what's the scenery? Where, where is all this happening? You know, and, and start, start to pick apart the idea. What is happening here? Where is it? Who's saying it? And next thing you know, the story just starts coming out. Mm. And if this is your first play, I definitely want to encourage you to go online and look up um, what a play is. Start from the basics. I know that sounds crazy, but point. trust me, you want to do that. Because if you, once you start the idea of pitching your play, they're going to want to know you know what you're talking about. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so I go think online and Google it. It's good advice. And, and, you know, I say, Robert, as well, you know, if you want to stay in touch with Anike, you're welcome to do so. Her link is Anike Madison, A-N-I-K-A Madison, M-A-D-I-S-O-N.com. And you can also reach her on my Who I'm Supporting page. She's already there at BillyPaulJones.com. Take a look at her link. Do stay in touch because I think you you would find value in connecting Absolutely. and staying in touch with and her. I look forward to hearing your ideas. I look forward to seeing your play. Absolutely. And speaking of plays, you're up to something. This is oh, a busy month for goodness. you. So what's Very next? Busy. I am pleasantly, wonderfully busy um, <laughs> at the, uh, the Bethel Church in Richmond Heights, Florida. If you're in Miami, Florida area, or anywhere in Florida, actually, April 21st through the 24th and April 28th through May 1st, there's a two-parter. It's one production called Jesus for the People. And the beginning is happening from April 21st to the 24th. And then the past, our Passover lamb is happening from April 28th to May 1st. And I might be a little prejudiced about this because I am one of the stage managers, but I'm telling you, as, actually as an audience participant, seeing this projection before, it's something not to be missed. It is incredible. It is interactive. And you will leave there changed. If, you, if you're not changed, I don't know. I Got can't it. tell you. But you will leave there changed, and you will leave there entertained, and but mostly you'll leave there changed. And I encourage you to go. It's a, um, at the the um, Bethel Church in Richmond Heights, Florida, 
1440 Lincoln Boulevard, Richmond Heights, Florida. And you can um, get tickets on um, Eventbrite at uh, Jesus for the People, JFTP, Eventbrite.com. And I'm telling you, you want to go. Oh, and that's, and I share as well, if you want more information for that as well, I'll ask that you provide that to me. I'll promote it through my media. And I also support it by encourage people to check out yours as well. So as we come down to the end of our session, no, Nikki, I want to first say to you, thank you thank so much you. because you have been so much fun oh. and you were so you, and, and she doesn't probably want me to say this, but she, she actually said she was a little nervous and intimidated by this. And then I'm looking at her, she's sitting across from me and I'm watching this woman really engage with me in owning her and standing in her truth. I'm so proud of you. And, and Cindy, Dr. Milligan, if you could see this, you could, you would concur that you're the, you're the bomb. And I want to be part of what you're about. And I will, as long as I breathe, I will continue to do so. Any final words to people out there in terms of who, who, they're just looking for something? I tell you, first of all, thank you so much for this opportunity. You're I want to thank welcome. Dr. Jones, Billy Jones, so much because he has been a bright light in my world. And it's been a, it's been a tough journey. And to have people that will come to you and support you and will offer opportunities to you is, is amazing. You're very welcome. Thank you. And I, and let me, let me just add before you give your comment, let's thank Leslie Green oh, for bringing us. Leslie. Leslie brought us together. Leslie Green. Yes. Leslie, we know a mutual friend who introduced us. Yes. And so I think Leslie, Leslie, you know, our, our kingdom writer. I love, see her email in my yes. inbox because she's just so creative herself yes. and so our sister and friend Leslie Green thank yes. you for connecting me to yes. this phenomenal woman yes. now your final comment what were you going to say I just got to tell you that you cannot live you cannot leave this world without following your passion you it's a part of you once you know what you really want to do you you can't do anything else it's it's really it's almost mandatory and it mm-hmm. sounds crazy but it really is mandatory because think of, think about it this way. If you are on a, an, a desert island and there is, um, you haven't eaten in a long time and there's a big plate of your favorite food just sitting there, it's just out of your reach. You're going to do everything you can to get to that plate of food. Right. It's the same with your passion. You're mm. going to do everything you can to see it happen. And people, people ask about, well, what about the money? You know what? You can you can think, okay, I'm going to make a million dollars, but your passion may take you to a billion dollars. You don't know. You have to you have to try it. You have to find every opportunity. You have to work every opportunity, and you have to find every way to grow. And you have to. It's it's just you just have to do it. That's just the bottom line. And and before you take your last breath, if you're if you're taking your last breath and you haven't done it, you haven't lived. Well said. Thank you so much, Anike, for all of your insights and wisdom. And for folks, I'd just like to share with you an announcement here, actually. Coming in two weeks, Anike is going to be featuring her own show right here in Everyday Folks Radio. So do tune in. Do check in with our pages, BillyPaulJones.com, AnikeMadison.com, our social media, our Twitter, our Facebook, our Instagram. You name it, we're out there. Do tune in for us and look out because I definitely want all of my listeners here. There are over 1,200 who are listening here in Everyday Folks. I want those 1,200 to be supporting all that we do with my dear friend, Anike Madison, in her coming show. So more to come. We're not going to leak anything more, but we'll say this. It's definitely something that has to do with passion. (laughs) And also, I'd like to give a shout out for my next speaker for next week. Next week, I'll be interviewing my first student on air. And his name is Imani Budas. Imani is a, a playwright himself. He's actually producing a play that's going to be showing at Broward College later this month. And w- to much um, adversity from his peers, not his peers, but his school, they wouldn't allow him to put on his play. And I do feel there's, there is some religiosity to it. They wouldn't allow it to take on there. So he spoke to Broward College, and they're allowing him to put the play on there. And so I will be definitely connecting you two, because I think you and Anike, what Anike and Imani would have advantage. But Imani's going to come on, and he's graduating high school, and you would think this man is about 30 years old. So I can't wait to have a conversation with him on air about what he's going to be doing. And so, and finally, I'd like to share this. For those of you who tuned in, whether you tuned in now or any part that you may have captured for this show, realize this about people. People need people. 
And the more that we have good people, show me your friends and I'll show you who you are. And E.K. Madison is my friend, and I'm a part of her world, and I like what she's about. Find out what it, is, uh, what it is about you and who those who you surround yourself with and what they can do to be part of your success story. And that success story in its own way becomes a story that doesn't have to be told because when people are speaking well of you, they'll speak well, of, well in your behalf, even in your absence. So find your passion, folks, and do so by following those paths and dreams and visions and having a good plan to see it through. I want to thank you so much for listening to BJ Speaks with Art. Tune in next week at 3 p.m. and also at 4 p.m. for the Indie Madison Show. Until then, take care of yourself and each other. Perfect. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.